Scott Bruder, Suzanne, my lovely wife. Hi, everyone. And this is Glory to God on the Go. And we are excited because we are so on the go right now. We are in San Antonio, Texas. We are on the Riverwalk. And we are going to stay here. And we brought Glory to God on the Go. And we're going. We went. We're here. (laughs) We just went. So here we are. So as you can see, there is a Christmas tree behind us. It is the Christmas season. We're excited about that. And the Christmas season has so many things to that we could cover, but we're going to talk about some things that are very specific uh, today. So, but before we get started, because we want to get started, we are going to pray over the word and I'm going to let my lovely wife do that for us. So if you don't Thank mind. You. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for everyone that's um, watching and listening the, mm-hmm. the reading of the word, Father God. We ask that you uh, be with us while we uh, minister to your children. Mm-hmm. And we pray that um, open hearts, open minds be receptive of your word today in the name mm-hmm. of Jesus. And we ask, Father God, that um, you just minister to all those who are lost, broken, hurting, um, deceived Mm -hmm. all your children lord we just um thank you and we receive what you have for us today in the reading of your word and we bless the reading of your word in jesus Jesus. name amen 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 so let's just dive right into it so the other night i was uh reading and as we do every night and i was reading in luke um i started i've been been really pressing into luke lately and so we got to uh 16 19 and in this it is the parable of the rich man and Lazarus so I want to read this because it's it really hits home onto a couple different fronts when it comes to uh, our belief uh, the Bible what the Bible says what we should believe in what we should be doing um, and then the consequences of that so I'm gonna go ahead and just read it and then we'll talk some more about it here in a bit and then we'll go from there how's that sound? All right, okay see. so Jesus said There was a certain rich man who was splendidly clothed in purple and fine linen and who lived each day in luxury. At his gate lay a poor man named Lazarus who was covered with sores. As Lazarus lay there longing for scraps from the rich man's table, the dogs would come and lick his open wounds. So finally the poor man died and was carried by the angels to sit beside Abraham at the heavenly banquet. So this is... Yeah, amen. So this is the poor man. The, the, he was taken up into the, the paradise where he was <clears throat> hanging out with Abraham and, and all of the other uh, Old Testament prophets and all the ones that were in paradise waiting for Jesus to come back. And so um, this is what happens. The rich man also died and was buried, and he went to the place of the dead. He went to hell. There in torment, he saw Abraham in the far distance with Lazarus at his side. So you got to think, the rich man's down in hell. He is, he is looking up. He's trapped, okay? He is looking up. He is seeing Lazarus, the man that he neglected all of these years, okay? And he's seeing him up in heaven just living a life of luxury, okay? The rich man, he gained his reward on earth mm-hmm. by his riches and so forth and so on. And Lazarus was just, you know, waiting for for God to, to give him a sign, to give him something. And then he died and he got the greatest gift of all. He got to go into paradise and be with Abraham, Amen. you know, the father of us all. Right. So, um, and so <clears throat> there in torment, he saw Abraham in a far distance with Lazarus at his side. The rich man shouted, father Abraham, have some pity, have some mercy on me. 
Send Lazarus over here to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. I am in anguish in these flames. So there it shows us right now in this parable and in this story that the rich man was in flames. He was in hell. He was burning. It was horrible for him. Okay. But Abraham said to him, son, remember that during your lifetime, you had everything you wanted and Lazarus had nothing. So now he is here being comforted and you are in anguish. And besides, there is a great chasm separating us. No one can cross over to you from here and no one can cross over to us from there. Then the rich man said, Please, Father Abraham, at least send him to my father's home for I have five brothers and I want him to warn them so that they don't end up in, the place, in this place of torment. But Abraham said, Moses and the prophets have warned them. Your brothers can read what they, what they wrote. The rich man replied, No, Father Abraham, but if someone is sent to them from the dead, then they will repent of their sins and turn to God. How many times have we tried to find a message from somebody that was leading us down the wrong path? And we seek their advice. We seek what they're doing. We go after and envy what they have, right? When we should be listening to the Father and to those that are believers that understand that the only way to the Father is through the Son. So we want to listen to Him. So here's what happens. But Abraham said, if they won't listen to Moses and the prophets, they won't be persuaded even if someone rises from the dead. Even if someone rises from the dead. He's talking about himself. Jesus is telling this story, talking about himself, about it doesn't matter if, if you don't believe in your heart that God exists, that he sent his only son, that he gave us this gift during this time of year, right? You're not going to be persuaded any other way. So what we're really talking about in this and, and what the Holy Spirit was, was laying in on me was giving is giving is a reward. Not giving can be the curse. The rich man found out that not giving was a curse. Sent him to hell. And not paying attention to Lazarus, not wanting to help Lazarus, not wanting to give some assistance to Lazarus. Not wanting to receive the free gift of oh, salvation. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So you know, even Jesus said uh, again, he said, you know, where were you when, when I needed clothes? Where were you when I needed food, right? Well, Lazarus obviously needed food. He obviously needed clothes because the dogs were licking the wounds off of him, right? Looking, looking at his sores, so he didn't have anything to cover himself. So because this man ignored all that, he ended up with the curse, right? Going to hell. So we need to understand that we need to give to those in need. And the greatest gift that God gave us, John 3, 16. So God loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that anyone who believes in him will have everlasting life. The greatest gift ever given was God giving his son to us. And then his son sacrificing himself for us for our salvation. That's the second greatest gift I think ever, in my, I believe, right? 
So there's a lot of good points of, of giving it. And they knew from the Old Testament that the Messiah was coming, that he was going to be our gift. And I think you had some things to share about that too. Yeah, they knew. So this rich man would have would have known that a gift, you know, was coming. So Isaiah 9, 6, <clears throat> for a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, mm-hmm. Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government and its peace will never mm-hmm. end. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David for all eternity. The passionate commitment of the Lord of Heaven's army will make this happen. Mm-hmm. So it was already promised in Isaiah 9 that the Son was going to be given. He's a gift, you know, and it, His rule will never end. Yeah, It was already there. So, do we want to be just rich and be the rich man who doesn't give and doesn't uh, help others? Of course not. First of all, God gives us the ability that when we are on this earth, He gives us the chance to um, be able to give people things. He gives us the power to earn and He gives us the uh, the grace and the mercy that, that He shows us so that we can, if we get, when we get good jobs and we make good money, that we can take that money and we can give it to the church. We can give it to others who need, right? You know, he, it says in the Old Testament all the way back to, to um, Adam and, and, yeah, to Genesis where, you know, you have to give a tenth of your first fruits. You got to give your first fruits to God and that's all about tithing and that's a whole other lesson we'll talk about another time. And we're learning a lot about that right now. You know, we've been tithing for, you know, three and a half years and, and we've been blessed immensely. And you know what? We give, we give that, we give a good portion of that away. We give God his 10 and then we do other uh, offerings and things like that, that, that we feel God is leading us to do. And, and so it, it, it's just something that you do because the blessings that come after that, after that giving are phenomenal. And I'm not even going to go into that because that's a whole another story for another time. But in 2 Corinthians 9, 7, it says, Each of you shall give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or out of compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Mm-hmm. So, um, and you're going to hear some people talking around. We're in the lobby, right? If y'all go out that door right there, it'll take you right downstairs. Oh, yeah, no problem. See, I'm giving. <laughs> Give, giving directions. I'm giving directions. <laughs> So, so anyway, we've seen people walking in and out of here, so we're just going to give directions. That's fine. So pause. So help me understand. I'm giving people directions. Really? So yeah, so in, the, in 2 Corinthians, it's saying what it comes from your heart. When you give from your heart, not like, hey, man, here, let me, let me give you, let me give you this. Let me give you this pen because, you know, I think you need it, you know. I only had one, you know, whatever. It, it can't be like that. It's like, hey, you know, you look like you need a pen. Go ahead and take this. I, I, I can get another one. Right, that's the type of giving. Giving someone ten dollars on the street. Hey, you need some help? You know, buying someone's groceries for them at the grocery store. You know, they're having trouble. You know, and and um, you know, oh gosh, you know, I'm 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 short six dollars. You know, give them six dollars. Right, if you can afford it, and that's something that you feel out of your heart. You're giving it out of your heart. That's what you need to do because it says right here. You shall give what you have decided in your heart to give. 
not reluctantly or out of compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. So give with a smile. Mm-hmm. That's what that means, give That's with right. a smile. That's right. There comes um, <laughs> an inner transformation within you. The more you give, the more you just freely yes. release it. And then there's a freedom that comes with that. There's a transformation Ooh, on the inside of you that takes place. This joy, this supernatural joy, Yes, the joy of the Lord is yes. my strength. Yes. So when you just start releasing just freely. It, oh, that's so good. It's not even about receiving a blessing back anymore. It's yeah. all about just feeling the joy of the Lord yep. and, and giving. And it shouldn't be just giving, oh, it's Christmas time. Let's give extra. Right. Let's do it around Christmas time. Right. We should be giving daily, giving our time, yes. giving our prayers, giving, giving um, you know, blessings of money or, or whatever you're gifted and talented in. Yeah, that's good. Give it away. That's good. And just watch this um, inner peace just happen within you. That's really beautiful. It's only, yeah. it's only from above. Yeah, and I'll tell you, um, just to be honest, you know, four years ago, you would have asked me to give somebody some money or uh, tip extra, you know, just just to help some young person out who's serving us. And, you know, their their house just got flooded. And, and um, you know, I wouldn't have batted an eye at that. I've been like, oh, okay, your house flooded. Okay, that, that's that stinks, you know. But uh, then to turn around and give them a big fat tip or something like that to help them out, nah, I wasn't gonna do that. I wasn't gonna do that. But today, I, I just as much as I can, um, I, I just I want to give it away. I want to give it away. Mm-hmm, I do too. I mean, we have items at the house that we're just giving. We giving away. You know, we we if you if you're in need. Uh, you need something and I got it and I, I can, I can give it to you and I don't need it no more. You're, you, you're, you can have it, you know, that's just the way I'm feeling right now and, and in my life and in my, in my spirit, that's what's telling me in my spirit. So, you know, the, the Holy Spirit guides us to do things that we wouldn't normally do. And sometimes he tells us to do stuff and you're like, are you crazy? Holy Spirit. I'm not, I'm not sure I heard you say that. <laughs> no, but can't deny the Holy Spirit, right? So I sit there and I, I, I argue with myself because my mind and my body start to argue and and then the Spirit comes in and says, hey, do what I told you to do. Shut your mind. You know? <laughs> it's a, shut your mouth. It's part of your body. Right? Do what I told you to do. And I got to do it. And, and sometimes, well, no, no, not sometimes. Every time, 100% of the time after I do it, I'm like, oh, that felt so good. I'm so glad I gave that yeah. to them. I'm so glad that they received that. I'm so and and people are so welcoming to receiving a gift mm-hmm. that nine times out of ten they start crying. Something happens. We pray for them, and they're like, "Oh, that is the most wonderful thing. That's the most wonderful feeling to me." But that's the feeling that the Holy Spirit led me to do because He knew it would make me feel good. That's right. Joy and peace. Joy and peace. What else you got on that? I have a few things that uh, Jesus talked to us about. Some of the things he wanted us to go and do. Um, One word I hear is revived ones. Mm. Revived ones. Mm -hmm. How about you go and give revival away? Mm -hmm. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. So if the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is in you and me, let's go and give 
that away, right? Go and, you know, if you're looking for revival in your loved ones, your family, your marriage, you know, the, the word of God, give that away freely. Go and give away the promises of God that you can read over their lives, over your children's life, over your own life, you know? Give the gift of joy. And revival happens in us before it happens anywhere else it happens in our hearts it happens in our spirits it's it's the holy ghost just shocking you with just his love (laughs) with his love and with everything he wants to give you for you to give out again it's it's that pouring of the living water into us so that we can pour it out our job is to just take someone's hand Take someone's hand and say, I love you, and so does Jesus. And then you take them over and you say, Jesus, this is Suzanne, this is Jennifer, this is Bob. Well, it's not Bob, but you know what I mean. And and Jesus, take her hand and love her and show her the way. And then that's where revival just builds up in somebody and explodes Mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that it? Just a revival? Well, I mean, in Acts 1-8, Jesus says, you will be my witnesses telling people Uh, about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria and the ends of the earth. Telling someone about Jesus is a gift of giving. That is a precious pearl. I mean, my gosh, you know, just opening your mouth and saying the name Jesus is giving. That is the gift that God gave to us to give away. Mm-hmm. You know, go out into the nations and preach the good news. Give them the gift of the That's good the news. Because back in John three sixteen it says, so God loved the world. He gave his only begotten son, his one and only begotten son. He gave him to us. So we should in turn give him to everybody we meet Mm -hmm. as a gift because he's the only one that can save them from alcohol, drugs, depression, pain, sorrows, all the things that he took on the cross when he died for us. So we celebrate this time of giving Christmas, right? We give gifts. We give all kinds of things, right? This year, give something a little bit different. Give somebody the love of Jesus mm-hmm. and see what happens. Give them a prayer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. In Psalm 46, it tells us God is an ever-present help in trouble. Give the gift of help to someone that's in trouble. Can you be a helper Ooh. to someone that's in trouble? Yes, absolutely. We were in trouble. We were in God sent deep someone. trouble. We were deep. What a big help that was. Mm, That was a gift to us. Yes, it was. That was a great gift. The gift of revival. The gift of revival. No, the gift of life is what that was. Mm -hmm. That was the gift of life for us. Yep, it was. I love you. I love you too. (laughs) So, you know, go give help to people in trouble. Go give a hand out to someone. Go and tell it to the mountain. Oh, very good. Tell it over the mountain. Oh, yeah, there you go. Tell it on the mountain. mountain. So Proverbs 18, 16, it says, A gift opens the way and ushers the giver into the presence of the great. Who's the great? 
We can be the great, but he is the great I am. So if we can usher ourselves into the presence of the great, holy moly, I want to usher myself right on up to the next of the great and say, great, thank you for having me. I love being here. And I can't wait for that day to happen. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and just to kind of go back to the story of Lazarus and, and the rich man. The whole point of that story is to show that we have to be the ones to go to our brothers. We have to be the ones that go to our sisters. We have to be the ones because even if we came from the dead, we're not going to persuade anybody. That's why we have to do it while we're alive right now. And start explaining to them, look, there is a way that... Your life can change. There is a way that you can be saved for eternity. There is a way. And there's one way. And his name is Jesus. Jesus. And that is why anybody who celebrates Christmas should absolutely believe in Jesus. Christ must. More Christ. Yes, we want more Christ. That's what it more means. More Christ. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. So... What else? So I would like to tell everybody about uh, Matthew ten six. Mm. Go and announce to them that the kingdom of heaven is near. Mm. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cure those with leprosy, and cast out demons. Mm-hmm. Give as freely as you have <laughs> received. Give as freely as you have received. If the Lord is blessing you, give it away. He doesn't mean for you to have it. So give it away, whatever that means, whatever that is to you. So that's pretty awesome. Jesus is pretty awesome. Yeah, Jesus is awesome, super awesome. (laughs) Anyway, so hey, we just want to thank you all for sharing this few minutes with us. And we want to wish everyone a very Merry Christmas Mm -hmm. and a Happy New Year. And from glory to God to go to all of you out there. We say, see you later. Merry Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas and have a happy new year. And thank you so much. And before we end, make sure you give us a thumbs up and a like on Facebook or anywhere else that you see us. Make sure that you are giving away the stuff that you have that God gives you. And Lord, I just come to you now and I wish all of these folks that are watching and listening to this right now, I ask that you bless them. Bless them immensely with more than they can handle, Lord, Mm -hmm. so that they can give all of that extra out. They can give it out to those who need it, to those that may not even know it, but they're going to receive it anyway, Lord. So we just thank you for all your blessings. We thank you for all your mercy, for all that you do for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks so much. Give us a thumbs up from Suzanne, my lovely wife. My name's Scott Bruder. This is Glory to God on the Go, and we thank you for watching and listening. Have a great day, and Merry Christmas.